Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone, rest your cause. All right, well, if we can't mention Dan Brown, we should at least talk about socks. <laughs> Dan Brown. Dan Brown. Dan Brown. The, Most people the, don't even remember who Dan Brown is. You can't, but I, no, I know. That's why I think it'd be great to bring it up. Be like, Dan Brown who? What? Da Vinci Code. I know. He was a big deal there for about yeah. five minutes. It was and, a Tom Hanks movie. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, and he had a couple other books. I enjoyed reading the books, you know, when you realize they were fiction. Because that was yeah, that's right. It was no thriller matter what, fiction, thriller with a, little, fiction. with a little bit of mystery. Yeah, which yeah. is a fun formula. Yeah, and and folks just we, there were Christians that were just scared to death that he was going to destroy the yeah. church. And guess what? He didn't. He didn't. He didn't. Let's remember that. That's so right. Those of you who remember who Dan Brown is, remember Jesus is bigger than Dan Brown. Yeah, we were all upset about it, and now we have to explain to our kids what, what that's even about. <laughs> Except they don't ask, and so we won't. <laughs> that's exactly you know? right. It's like, who cares? I will say this. Not only is he bigger than Dan Brown, he's also bigger than John Lennon. Oh, <laughs> now that's, not, there's not, a callback. Not to get sidetracked, but yesterday okay, I'm at Boomer. Walmart. <laughs> I was at Walmart yesterday, and I saw this... This car that had a bumper sticker that said, Jesus is the answer. Uh-huh. And it was advertising some church in the area. But the license plate was this Florida Imagine license plate from John Lennon. <laughs> just like, wow. Worldview whiplash right yeah, there. That is. <laughs> Worldview That's whiplash. And I just want to say, Jesus is bigger than Dan Brown. Mm-hmm. He didn't destroy the, Dan Brown didn't dest- destroy the church. Jesus is bigger than John Lennon. John mm-hmm. Lennon didn't destroy the church. Yeah, and bigger than the Beatles. All of them together. He's bigger <laughs> than all of them together. Okay, let's get back to John chapter 20. I want right. to talk a little bit. Today I do want to focus. We mentioned yesterday we're going to talk more about Mary Magdalene. So let's let's talk about that. Would you read verses 1 through 18 again from your Legacy Standard Bible? John 20, verse number 1. Now on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came early to the tomb while it was still dark and saw the stone already taken away from the tomb. So she ran and came to Simon Peter and said to the other disciple whom Jesus loved and said to them, they have taken away the Lord out of the tomb and we do not know where they have laid him. So Peter and the other disciple went forth and they were going to the tomb and the two were running together and the other disciple ran ahead faster than Peter and came to the tomb first and stooping and looking in, he saw the linen wrappings lying there. But he did not go in. And so Simon Peter also came, followed him, and entered the tomb. And he saw the linen wrappings lying there, and the face cloth which had been on his head, not lying with the linen wrappings, but folded up in a place by itself. So the other disciple, who had first come to the tomb, then also entered, and he saw and believed. For as yet they did not understand the scripture, that he must rise again from the dead. So the disciples went away again to where they were staying. But Mary was standing outside the tomb, crying. And so, as she was crying, she stooped to look into the tomb. And she saw two angels in white sitting, one at the head and one at the feet, where the body of Jesus had been lying. And they said to her, Woman, why are you crying? She said to them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there and did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you crying? Whom are you seeking? 
thinking him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Stop clinging to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father, but go to my brothers and say to them, I ascend to my Father and your Father and my God and your God. Mary Magdalene came, announcing to the disciples, I have seen the Lord, and that he had said these things to her. John focuses on Mary from Magdala, Mary Magdalene. There are other women that are involved in these initial sightings and this trip to the tomb and finding the tomb empty. But John, instead of mentioning the other women, mentions Mary Magdalene and and only her directly. And do you remember where Magdala is at? So Magdala is a village on the Sea of Galilee, which uh, shortly after the fall of Jerusalem in 70 AD, there was an earthquake and the top of Mount Arbol came down and it was buried uh, under mud and dirt and kind of lost for the ages mm. until it was discovered in the early 2000s and excavated. When you go to Israel, you can take a tour of Magdala now. Mm-hmm. Did you do that? I did. So now you know Mary better. She's more real to you. And you get to see the synagogue that they discovered where there's still some paint on the walls. Cool. Okay. It's the actual first century synagogue. And when we read in the scripture that Jesus taught in all the synagogues in Galilee, wow. Jesus taught in that building. Jesus stood there. And this is one of those villages. Then that's where Mary's from as a disciple. That's where Jesus taught. She's part of this Galilean band of disciples. So John focuses on her, homes in on her and her experiences in this Resurrection Sunday. And a lot of folks make a big deal out of that. Well, it is a big deal. What do you mean? <laughs> well, they make a big deal out of the fact that John only mentions her oh, versus, whoa, 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 whoa. versus the synoptics mentioning the other women. In fact, what we can find in Matthew chapter 28, we learn that Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. We learned from a few verses earlier that other Mary is the mother of James and Joseph. In Mark verse six, uh, chapter 16 and verse 1, it's Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome. They went to anoint Jesus' body on Sunday. Uh, Another account just tells us the women who had come with him from Galilee went to the tomb. And in Luke 24, 10, they describe those women as Mary Magdalene and Joanna and Mary, the mother of James, and the other uh, other women. Mary Magdalene gets mentioned in every account. Mm -hmm. And I will point this out to you. That's a good point. Notice that in every account, Mary gets mentioned first. Mm -hmm. So I I do want to say we can be a little questioning about why does John only mention Mary. But I will point out that one thing that is similar in all the accounts is Mary is given prominence. She is put first on these other lists, and then John focuses on her. Do you think it's fair to say that from the scriptures— the prominence of Mary Magdalene really is only tied to the resurrection. Okay, and, and by that I mean we're not really told other accounts or given narrative about her. I mean, you're absolutely right. She is mentioned first on all the lists. That is significant. She's clearly highlighted in the Gospel of John. But as far as, you know, who she is and how she came to follow Jesus and all such as this, is it is it is, 
he cast demons out of her? Is that what it was? Well, yeah. Despite what The Chosen would present to us, and, and I've enjoyed watching that. Ryan's got me watching it. I was a real skeptic. I've enjoyed it. There's some things I like about it, things I don't. But despite what The Chosen would have you believe, we know almost zero yeah. about Mary Magdalene. John doesn't mention her at all up until this resurrection. She doesn't. So in John's I gospel, you don't, so. you don't hear about her at all. The only time other than around the resurrection that we hear about Mary is in Luke chapter 8. Uh, soon afterward, he went on through cities and villages, proclaiming and bringing the good news of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him, and also some women who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities. Mary, called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had gone out. And Joanna, the wife of Husa, Herod's household manager. And Susanna, and many others who provided for them out of their means. Mm-hmm. So I, I tell you, I think what the Chosen does get right is the fact that they do have women going around with the men, with, with the, the twelve men. Apostles, yeah. and so they do get that right. I think probably a lot of us don't picture it like that, but that's exactly what Luke eight demonstrates to us. The other thing here, this is the only time she's mentioned. She's mm-hmm. mentioned with these other women, but once again, she is put to the front of this line. Yeah, yeah. She's mentioned first, and what we know about her is seven demons, seven evil spirits were driven from her, and that's it. That's yeah. the only thing. And we that know. she's from Magdala. And that she's from Magdala. That's what so we it's know. Just these two things. Now, here's the other thing about Mary. I don't know why John focused on her so much, but not only is John similar by giving her prominence, Mm -hmm. John is also similar because he actually does demonstrate that other women were involved in this. Now, it's it's a very, very minor point. It's easy to overlook, but notice in John 20 and verse 2. In John 20 and verse 2, she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the Mm -hmm. one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, they have taken the Lord out of the tomb, here it is, and we We. do not know where they've laid him. Mm -hmm. She doesn't say, I don't know where they've laid him. We don't know where they've laid him. So here John has, it's just a small thing, but here it is. She doesn't just say, "It's, it's, it's not just me. It's not just Mary Magdalene, I don't know. It's we don't know, the others that were with her. Now, okay, I get it. Some will probably say, well, that's just a manner of speaking. Well, maybe, except for when we find Mary talking later to Jesus, mm-hmm. um, she's, or to the angels, I should say, I think it is, there in John chapter 20, they say, woman, this is verse 13, woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. She knew how to just talk about herself. Mm-hmm. She knew how to present, here's what I don't know. So in one point, it's we don't know. There, there were more women. Yeah. And so here's a similarity between Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They all four recognize that more than Mary were involved in this. And they all four agree and recognize that Mary has prominence. Mary mm-hmm. Magdalene mm-hmm. has prominence in the list of women. The difference is, is that when John tells the story... He just focuses on Mary's story. Right, right. Matthew, Mark, and Luke, they're just trying to drive home, this is the resurrection, the women saw it. Uh, they weren't getting into all the details about which women went where first and how and when, but these women saw it. These women witnessed the angels. They witnessed the resurrected Savior. They came to the apostles, and the apostles didn't believe. Uh, you know, and, and all of them agree on all of that. I'm glad that John gives this detail. I do find it beautiful uh, when she sees him doesn't recognize him until he calls her name Mary. Right. I'm also struck by how she is speaking to the angels when she talks about they. They want to know why she is crying. Uh, I'm looking at verse 13. Because they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. And, you know, 
Who's they? She's accusing someone's done something wrong. And the gardener, is it you, gardener? If it is it you, I'll take care of it. Let me make this right. You know, she she puts herself out there to serve the Lord. We talked last week about a Joseph of Arimathea and a Nicodemus trying to serve in the moment that they could serve and the way they could serve. And now here's Mary just trying to rectify a situation a body's been stolen there's some disgrace in that but i want to make it right i want to honor my lord can we highlight a point here that today there are folks that want to say we've already addressed earlier in these episodes oh jesus didn't actually die he only swooned correct but there are also folks that that. say well his body was stolen Mm-hmm. His body was stolen. When we went through Matthew a couple years ago, we recognized there was an entire counter narrative presented by the Roman soldiers, the Pharisees. by the soldiers and the Pharisees yeah. to say that. Now here, I guess I just want to point out, you know, today folks bring that up as if they brought up some new theory. Can I just point out that Mary Magdalene, that was her first theory. Mm-hmm. Her first theory was somebody stole the body. Again, I just want to point out the disciples, the followers of Jesus were not expecting resurrection. Yeah. She Her first theory was somebody has stolen this body. She had to be convinced mm-hmm. that it wasn't somebody who stole the body. Mm-hmm. In fact, she was so not looking for Jesus to be resurrected. When she sees him, she doesn't even recognize him. Mm-hmm. I guess it's possible that Jesus was somehow hiding his visage from her his so that she wouldn't know. But I think it's probably just a whole lot more likely. She's not expecting to see Jesus. And so who, this man that she sees, I mean, she, she's she's crying. Her eyes are no doubt swollen. Maybe it's Her a little vision, dark out. It's a little dark out. I mean, I think it's just an issue. She's not expecting to see Jesus. Yeah. When she hears his voice, she realizes, oh, this Rabboni, mm-hmm. teacher, mm-hmm. master, and then she goes and proclaims the resurrection. Yeah. Uh, what a what a great blessing, I, you know, for the rest of Mary's life, remembering this moment mm-hmm. of seeing her Lord and teacher, the one who cast demons out from her, resurrected from the dead. She wasn't expecting it, but there it is. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And she had the privilege to go and tell yeah. it. And we should too. Yep, that's right. We should too. Wrap us up, brother. Our great God and Father, thank you, Lord, for this day. We're so glad we can be studying your word in John 19 again. Father, we pray that we might uh, capture the commitment and the devotion that we see in Mary Magdalene, that we might have some of that spirit and that attitude to be willing to serve, to seek you where you are, Father, and to be faithful, to tell other people the wonderful news of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne. 
You know, Andrew, you threw me off with Dan Brown. Yeah. We never did talk about Wednesday socks. You got any Wednesday socks on? I do. In fact, a, a special Christmas gift from, from some wonderful sisters. They gave me socks. I wore them today. They say, coffee gets me started, but Jesus keeps me going. Well, there you go. <laughs> okay. All right. And I thought, boy, they know me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Welcome to Wednesday. I have Garfield on my feet. Oh, you were ready for Wednesday socks, too? I yeah. have Garfield on my feet today for Wednesday yeah. socks. So all right. There we all go. Right. 